Hello and welcome to Your Journey to God. My name is Nicholas and I am coming to you with the help of my girlfriend Shauna to do the work that we were chosen to do, to teach people about the Word of God. This is a new podcast series where we'll be focusing on the journey to God. This series will both help people who have been wondering about Christianity come to know God and can also help those who have been Christians for a long time learn to have a closer relationship and better understanding of God. Today's episode, we are talking about understanding uh, understanding the rules and regulations and how your life will change with it. So, first off, Whenever you think of rules and regulations in Christianity, most people think of things like the uh, Ten Commandments. At least that's that's what I think of every time that uh, I think of the uh, rules and regulations of Christianity. Because they're just a list of big commandments that we must follow. And most, pe- most people just follow them because, you know, that's the law. But uh, there's also a little bit more to that. Because... Uh, Jesus even simplified the uh, the law of the Lord by saying this in Mark 12, verses 30 through 31. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all, with, sorry, <laughs> stumbling on my words there. Uh, love the Lord with, uh, sorry, love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no greater commandment than these. And continuing with John 14, verse 15, If you love me, keep my commandments. So I like to break this down into two parts. The first part is, Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, and with all of your soul, and with all of your strength. So this really comes down to the fact that God gave us all of these things. He made us who we are. He gave us this whole world. And we should love him for that. He is our true father. The creator of all of us. So thus, we should love our father. And the second part comes down to love your neighbor as yourself. And... So whenever it says love your neighbor, it's really referring to loving everyone because your neighbor in this situation is really everyone. It's not just, you know, the person that lives right next door to you. You're like, hey, Bob, I love you, man. Yeah, you know the guy. But no, you should love everybody in the whole wide world. Because they are your brothers and sisters under God. Under your father. They are also his creation. And this was backed by Jesus even saying, you know, whenever people were like, your mom is out there calling for you. And he's like, who? That's my sister. My sister under our Lord. And so... We must remember that everybody, everyone, are our brothers and our sisters. 
And by thinking of that, we really can see that we shouldn't harm them because we don't want to harm our family. We shouldn't lie to them. We shouldn't deceive them. We shouldn't do bad things because they're family to us. And then we don't want to do anything against God's will because he's your dad. You know, he's your father. He's a person you should honor. And now this is sort of a uh, an older concept of honoring your honoring your parents. But, you know, in this situation, I, I believe this is where it mostly originates from is honoring your father. And so you should honor God because he is our father. And he created us and he gave us all of these things. He gave us this life that we live in. It's so wonderful. Um, next up we have, follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children. So really, this is another thing that will change a little bit about you and your life, is that you should live in a godly way. So, no more of this eye-for-an-eye revenge thing. This is more like live like Jesus. Live like he did. Have the, uh, the Bible verses close to you and live the philosophies of the Bible and just try to live in the most perfect way that you can. And believe me, it's not always going to be perfect. Like, you're not always going to be able to live this perfect life. But you need to try. Like, as long as you're trying and he knows that you're trying, you're doing good. And he knows that you love him. But you just need to love and you need to try. Moving on, let's see, uh, this is an interesting one uh, that I found while I was exploring through, and <laughs> I know this would be a very conflicting one to most people, but and a very questionable one to uh, some, but I found this, and I think that this is one of those examples where we just need to trust God because he knows best. He has a plan for each and every single one of us, and I am sure that he has the plan for everybody that's uh, in this place. But Romans 13.1 says, Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. So this is a very interesting one because I think that this also kind of follows along with, you know, loving your neighbor uh, is, it, it, it's really tough, but we need to understand that the people who are in the governing bodies are also people and also children of God and also part of his creation and I view it as God has a plan and he has a place for everybody and everything. 
And we just need to try to be the best that we can be. To show others that we are good. And follow the rules to also help show others that, you know, God's people are good people. I'd say that, you know, this might go along with, you know, if you if you do bad things, then people won't really have that much respect for you. So they won't, they probably won't listen to you. So if you follow the rules, then you are blameless. And then people would probably listen to you more because they trust you. And that might be where that comes from a little bit. But, uh, you know, it, it's still like with particular situations, uh, people might think like, oh, yeah, but what about the apostles? So let's talk about the apostles for a second. The apostles, they did not follow the rules like a lot. They ended up actually preaching about God and Jesus, when they were told, absolutely not. They were told that they would be very, very much punished if they preached the gospel, but they did it anyway. And I actually saw an interpretation in uh, in a Bible that I read that said that basically, you know, by doing this, by... Uh, by going against the governing authorities, they did, in fact, get punishment. You know, they, they got those, uh, they got lashed and beaten and death penalties and all kinds of things. And, you know, that was just one of the, uh, one of the perspectives that, you know, one of the Bibles that I read had on this. Um, but if the commandments of the Lord go against the authorities uh, that has been given, uh, then you have to follow the commandments of the Lord. Because the commandments of the Lord would be in that situation above the commandments of the law. And that's what the Bible really is saying there. And I have a few more things I just wanted to talk about before... I finish off this episode. Uh, last couple of things was Proverbs 22, verse 4. Humility is the fear of the Lord, and its wages are riches and honor and life. And really with this, we have to understand first that the Lord is powerful. He is powerful beyond belief. He can change your life from great to bad or great or bad to great. And the fact that he even just gave us life in the first place is crazy. Like, we wouldn't be here if it were not for him. And that's really what that is, because in the end of the day, we don't really have much power at all. Because we all end up, like, in the same place in the end, anyway. And so that's really what that uh, talks about. And so make sure you don't have pride. And <laughs> let's see, the last one, or one of the last things I want to talk about is uh, what we think is right by human standards might not be right by God's standards. And we definitely know this from reading the Old Testament of the Bible because a lot of things just don't seem right. Because... 
uh, initially you're like, oh, but God did the whole flood and killed millions of people. And we don't even know how many he killed because we don't have any records from that time. Uh, and so, you know, we really have to, like, put this in perspective of God. Those were all people that were going to, you know, probably never believe in him. Never follow in his ways. And so, they might have ended up having a bad life on earth. And then, they might end up going to hell anyway. And... You know, that might just be the perspective of him is that did they ever really truly have a life in the first place? And so the standards for God are a lot different than the standards for us. And the, the ways of good and bad for God are really different from us. And to tell you the truth, I don't even understand it sometimes. Um, but it is what it is. And so Isaiah 5.20 says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. And that really puts the perspective of, you know, don't preach that God was evil because <laughs> he's not. You know, he, in the perspective of a godly perspective, he has done no wrong. Ever. And that's pretty much all, all I can say about that is that, you know, in the perspective of God, things are different than the perspective of man. Because if you don't believe in God, then the only life you know is this life. And so that might be a little bit different from what God knows. Um, and lastly, I want to just move on to why this is all important. So really, it goes on to that whole life perspective of, you know, if you only have this life then you'll live to this world. And if you think that, you know, we have life after, then you will live for that life after too. And Mark says, or Mark 8.35 says, For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me and the gospel will save it. And that really shows the perspective of like the two world kind of thing. And lastly, uh, I want to go ahead and say this from my uh, favorite book of the Bible is basically we all just go to the same place. And we all come from dust and to dust we shall return. That comes from Ecclesiastes 3.20. And that really is the truth. You know, this whole two-world thing is a whole different perspective that you have to have on life whenever you're going into this Christianity stuff. Because when you're a Christian, you have to realize, you know, you're not just living for the life here on earth. You're living for the life after. 
You're living to show God that you are ready and prepared to be able to go to heaven. You are ready to be able to meet him. You are loving to the people around you and to him. And really, uh, that's one of the main perspectives that you have to have is just love and be ready for eternal life. And those are the perspectives that are really just going to guide you in Christianity. Uh, this is a very interesting episode because it's kind of tough because not even I can follow this all the time. Most people can't and we're not all perfect, but that's just the way of Christianity is we all have to strive to be perfect. We can't always be. We at least have to try to be. And that concludes this episode for today. Um, make sure to join me in next week with episode three. And that will be coming out... Uh, wait, episode three is talking about uh, the meaning of life. And so that really goes on more deep of a topic than uh, what I did here today with the whole perspective of uh, life and how we're not just living for this life, but we're living for the next. And, you know, what kind of blessings we've been given. All right, and uh, I will see you guys again next week. Uh, I will be posting the episode on the 22nd of August. All right, have a great blessed week.